No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. Well, good morning, folks. Good morning, folks. Uh, welcome into the Abilities of the Roundtable. Uh, normally, Phil, Phil Stargell is supposed to be leading things off here, but uh, we seem to be uh, experiencing a, uh, a touch of uh, technical difficulties here. Uh, so uh, I will be, I guess I'll be uh, you know, leading, off, uh, leading off the program. I'm Bruce. Uh, Phil's Curry. there. Phil's and, there. Oh, Phil's there? Yes. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, great. Phil, All good right. morning. Take it away. Yeah, good morning, folks. This is Phil Stargell, and this is the Abolitionist Roundtable of Michigan. And today, we have a very special guest online with us. And uh, you know him from our his commentaries. And he's going to be sitting in with us this morning. And that is Ron Edwards of the Edwards Notebook. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, sir. It's great to be here. And, uh, and man, it's an honor. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah. Well, it is. I mean, you are you are talk radio in Detroit. Uh, that's that's all it is to it. Uh, you know, we've uh, we go back a many a year, and I'm getting getting. I think I'm getting a little too old to be talking about all them years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ain't that the truth? None of us is getting any younger, right? Man? I'm telling you, oh, man. We try. I try to get younger, but man. <laughs> I keep reminded when I get look in the mirror, I'm not hot, but uh, you know we keep trying. Yeah. Well, well, uh, well, well, well Jan, Jan's worried a little about a little gray uh, streaks in her hair, and I said, "You ought to look at me. <laughs> My hair used to be nice and red, and it was a, it was a beautiful shade of red. But I'll tell you what, the last few years I've been getting grayer and grayer. So I guess uh, Father Time is catching up with me." Did, did they call you red when you were young? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, they, uh, they they call me a lot of things, but not that. <laughs> well, that uh, that they still was, do, by the way. <laughs> well, if you remember Red Arback from uh, the Boston Celtics, uh, when uh, when he got old and uh, his hair turned gray, uh, Bill Russell said, "Well, we stopped calling him." Red, and we now call him Gray. Our back, you know. So. <laughs> hey, oh, man. Hey, but, uh, uh, but but Ron, it's so good to have you on thanks. with us, and I just want to get your take because you know you have a very very uh, yes. good way. Uh, both you and uh, Milt both have a very good way of being able to hit uh, an issue and come to a very very defining uh, moment in that in that particular area and and get to it in in a two or three minutes time span and put it on the air and and have it just uh, hit right at, at the heart of the issue. So I, I, I'd like to your take on uh, um, what we see today, especially 
with uh, the the effort to make the president as some kind of uh, a person that hates the military by, you know, digging up a couple of people to to, to tell these stories anonymously <clears throat> and make the president out to be just the most terrible person in the world. Well, first of all, Phil, uh, we know out the the the, the, the you know out the the bat um, out the box right away. That is an out-and-out out lie. What yeah. this is, is an effort to keep the president off message. Mm -hmm. They know that they told a lie. We know that they told a lie. Even his enemies like uh, John Kelly and who's the other guy that wrote, that wrote a book? Uh, oh. Matt, um, yeah, the other guy. Said that nothing like that was said. And the other thing, when they talked about him not wanting to go to a particular, uh, yeah, John Bolton, to a, a particular event because it was raining, yeah. well, guess what, Phil? He was advised not to go there, Yeah. but he ended up going to another event, a memorial event. I forget the location, but it was raining there, and he was standing out there in the rain without an umbrella, no problem. So these people are just doing this to keep him off message. And the reason why is because if you look at what happened, he had the wonderful signing with between Kosovo and Serbia, mm -hmm. uh, economic agreement, putting aside their difficulties. I mean, those those countries have been in each other's throat for a long, long time. Yes, they have. And yes, they have. did you notice how he was able to get these people to the table, to the desk rather, so that yeah. they could sign this agreement? Look at the difference between how that was handled and how Bubba, Bill Clinton handled it. Yeah. Between yeah. the Serbia, uh, Serbia, and and I believe Croatia, or was it Kosovo as well? But yeah, it's it's a difference in how these 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 people handle the, these kinds of situations. But remember, it, and you're going to see a lot more of this. It is meant to keep Trump off message, and that's he has to stop falling for that trick. Yeah. Yeah. He, he yeah. needs to hit it. He needs to hit it, be recorded, uh, denying it or whatever, and telling them where to go, and then get back on message. Because the media, yeah. with the exception of One America News, Us, Newsmax, and a few others, are not going to consistently tell the good things that this guy is doing every single day. Yes, it is. And, and they... With uh, no help. Yeah. Well, especially, well, especially from the Congress, who yes. is supposed to uh, be able to work with the president and... Uh, regardless of uh, what the issue and come up with a solution to 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 uh, to work for the American people yeah uh, you see Nancy Pelosi I mean this is something that 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 that, that, that for some reason or other is not getting out but Nancy Pelosi won't even speak face to face with the president no. Yeah, and, and see, the media covers her ass, okay, yeah, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. The media is, is covering her, and there's too many stupid people out there who cannot look at these thing, at these situations and analyze it properly. 50% um, of the population wants her to succeed against the president. Why? I don't know. I, how can you be that stupid after all this time of observing that witch? Yeah. Um, I don't Well, I don't you know it. what? I have, uh, you know, they use the... Black Americans in this country, I call them so-called African-Americans because they ha they want absolutely nothing to do with the Republican side of America. Mm -hmm. And, it's, and it's, it's shown time and time again 
Yeah. But uh, but they they always come up with the excuse, uh, you know, uh, we don't we don't like President Trump because he's a racist. Well, you know what? Is you know what, Phil? There's no proof. There's no he, proof of that. But there's you know no what, Phil? Phil and Bruce, people need to grow up. Seriously, we need to capture these people and 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 and, and, and you know shake their brain cells up or something. Have them yeah. do do aerobics and get their circulation going so blood gets to their brains. You know what? <laughs> to be honest with you two, I don't give a damn if he's racist or not. Uh-huh. I really don't. And I'll and I'll tell you why. First of all, he doesn't know me personally. Yeah, I met his sons uh, and other members, but I have not met the, the the president himself personally. So we wouldn't know and wouldn't care as long as he's cutting my, ta- my taxes, as long as yeah. he's building the military, doing what is right for the country as a whole, so that I can benefit as an American partaking of these opportunities, and my rights are not uh, ruined by the Democrats and the rhinos. Who cares? Racism yeah. is a bit uh, uh, racist. Being a racist, that 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 charge has made um, racism such a cheap accusation. Now, yeah, I mean, well, lost, lost, lost any, anytime yeah. somebody raves an American flag, you're another racist, racist, racist. Yeah. All you have to do is say, "God bless America." Racist, racist, yeah. racist. It, it's 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 so cheap now, Phil. There there's no steam behind it. Well, no. that's that's because uh, somebody. I think it was Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton got together and uh, when uh, some events happened and it showed that uh, America was such a, uh, a great place and a, 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 a for everybody, not yes. just for, you know, the people that Sharpton and Jackson had been saying were benefiting uh, from the, you know, the, the blanket of the uh, Constitution. But somebody... Got in the the idea that uh, that civil rights were better for uh, the American people than than constitutional rights, yeah. and once that hit, uh, every time something come up like the voting rights law was passed or something like that or the uh, civil rights bill, they they people would say, well, is that finally uh, going to mean that everybody's going to be treated equal and everybody? Well, yeah, it's gonna go. Uh, it's gonna help, but you know, we come a long way, but we we got a long way to go. And yeah. uh, racism <laughs> still exists. And 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 that once they uh, they made that caveat that we've come a long way, but we've got a long way to go. And and racism is the 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 obstacle. Once that became to the forefront, you know. It, it it just you, didn't matter what was done. It wasn't enough. I mean, because racism was still there. And, well, and now they got it systematic racism. And how yeah. can you have systematic racism against black people when it's the Democrats that control all of the places that you seem to have the most problems with? Well, well Ron, the big, the big well, issue... Ron, you, saw, you saw that... Uh, that uh, uh, little editorial piece in that uh, union newsletter that I got uh, earlier this uh, uh, earlier last month which in which all the uh, the code words all the dog whistles if you want were there whiteness white supremacy uh, all this type of thing and how the uh, union is supporting uh, the you know the so-called peaceful uh, protests of black lives matter well, these these protests are are increasingly less and less peaceful. All you got to do is look at what's happening in Portland. Look at what happened in Kenosha uh, for three nights until 
the National Guard came in, and uh, you know, and, and and as and what's happening is they are using race and racism continuing as a wedge issue, and we know that the union is, you know, uh, the leadership is is on the left, the rank and file. God bless a lot of these guys because they can think for themselves, even with all this other stuff. You 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 read that uh, you read that article, right, Ron? Yeah, but it, it, but in, in agreement with that article. See, the thing is, these people are Marx Marxists. Of course they are, and and they, see, they're, it, they're avowed Marxists. They're they're they are trained Marxists. Yeah, and see, if you go, if you if, remember the Congressional Black Caucus. Yeah. Remember, they were going to Cuba. Or as Jesse yeah. Jackson used to call it, Cuba, every <laughs> single year right. to get training on how to disrupt America. And yeah, one, of the, one of the things they told them was to never, ever, ever, ever be satisfied on an issue. No matter right. what solution they come, come back and say it's still not solved. Yeah, right. That is why, That was the real reason. And my father warned me about this when I was a little boy. He said, oh boy, when they initiated the, 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 the uh, don't believe what they told you at school, he said, Civil rights was bastardized rights, and they would use that to ruin this country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, seeing that, and, and Phil, you're absolutely right when you make when when you uh, when you make that assertion as well. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, a, couple, yeah. A, couple of, a couple of things about this uh, this this Trump thing yesterday. I was listening to uh, Rush Limbaugh uh, yesterday uh, when I was out and about, and he brought up a couple of things that these anonymous sources. Okay, anytime you see a news article that says anonymous sources. You got to start questioning that because yes. don't, you don't know who's making the allegation. It's fine that they can hide behind this curtain of anonymity, and then what's the what's what's what is the target of the of, of the uh, of the allegation supposed to do about that? And Rush, like like uh, like you were saying earlier, that these that the two the two sources point are the are, are pointing to Mattis and uh, and Kelly, who both have access to grind with him now. The thing is, when you have the president going to an event or scheduled to go to an event, and the weather is terrible, like it was that day in uh, in uh, I forget where it was, France, I believe it was. Yes. And under no circumstances is the president supposed to be flying in that type of weather because you don't know what's going to happen. You could have the the helicopter could get struck by lightning. Okay. The uh, instruments could be could could fail. The instrumentation could fail. The pilot could could become disoriented, and the next thing you know, you've got a major major disaster on your hands, and the vice president is taking the oath of office. Now, but but these people, Phil and, and and Ron, that are making these charges, they don't care. They hate the man. They have a personal axe to grind with a guy because he is not an insider. Okay. No, he's not a, he's not a globalist. Right. He's not a globalist like Mattis and Kelly are. And, you know, I, I really thought that these guys had the best interest of this country at heart. But it turns out that these guys are self-promoters. They're writing books. They're, they're, they're popping up on CNN, MSNBC, and there's all these other leftist news outlets. And, and, and they're not being called on this. They're not being called on this. You're not getting the full story. Just like you're not getting the full story about what's going on, what happened in in Wisconsin. Now I have some questions about that, and I'd like to get that as we as get to that as we go a little bit farther along in, in, in the program. But to see that this uh, that this uh, 
uh, this whole disease now has, in, has infested something as which should be fun and entertaining and a means of escape on a Sunday afternoon in the fall or a winter night in uh, you know on the basketball court. You know, and you know you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I'm talking about the Black Lives Matter infiltration of the NBA and the NFL. Now the NBA, if 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 these players think this country is so terrible, guys, why don't they pack up sticks and move that whole sorry operation into in over into China? China, guys, has 500 million NBA fans. That's more NBA fans than our people in this country, and and uh, silver and. James have been carrying his uh, President Z's water throughout this whole thing. Do you, you remember what happened to that the general manager of, that, of the Houston Rockets uh, talking about standing up for the, the people in Hong Kong? He got hammered. Yes, he did. And it wasn't Silver's idea. It wasn't LeBron James's idea. It was the Communist Party apparatchiks that we're forcing the NBA to do this. The NBA is so beholden to China, it's not even funny. Absolutely. Uh, there, There's no sense of loyalty to this country at all. And I'm in agreement. Um, I would love to send an open letter to, to LeBron James because I know his background uh, coming out of Akron and all of that right. and remind him how blessed he was to come out of this country, to become the superstar that he became. And to just turn his back and and to join the likes of Oprah and other millionaire, billionaires, whatever, and just condemning this country and, and telling everyone how oppressed they are yeah. and how oppressed the people are. See, this is one of the reasons why you hear me talk a, a lot about Frederick Douglass and people of that ilk. Because, see, if more people were, were taught lessons about Frederick Douglass and other people of that era, Harriet Tubman... And the things that they overcame, they did not allow that to become a reason to hate the country as a whole or as an excuse to be a failure to try to turn everyone else against this country. They used their lives as an example of overcoming through faith in God and their own brains that God gave them to overcome and to achieve greatness. And that is what is not no longer taught to, right. to uh, black students and, and, and even white students anymore. They well, are you taught. Know, you, you know what is taught about our history is, mm -hmm. is, is in, in it's born out every, every uh, year mm -hmm. on uh, Martin Luther King's birthday when you see suburban schools and these kids are going up the street marching. And I every year I question what is the reason, what are they marching for? And now we see what it is. They, they were marching looking for a cause. Mm -hmm. and, and the cause is that, uh, that black people are still being systematically uh, challenged. Oppressed. Yeah, oppressed. In, 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 uh, and, and they want to stop it. Well, you, you, you're, you're in the wrong place. The way you stop <laughs> oppression, you know, is, is not by, you know, marching up and down the street. Because all of the the the, uh, the holdbacks that were systemic have been taken Eliminate. away. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You don't but, stop oppression by you making. Didn't, you didn't need them in the first place. Yeah. Because you got the Constitution. All you have to do is make sure that the people that you elect yeah. uphold that Constitution. Yep. And then, if you need 
additional help, then then ask the con Congress to act and and address that particular problem. But that's not what they did. They instead of taking a uh, uh, a uh, uh, an, uh, a a a direct approach to eliminating racism. They went and looked over the whole country and decided that because they were not as prosperous as some of the other groups in the country, that they were being held back because of race. Probably was. But you have to realize that the people that were doing it were the people that you were voting for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know, just... it, if you got a problem where you don't have uh, um, protections for, let's say, uh, the farmers, which is what the the Klan was actually brought about for, was to protect the rights of the middle class farmers in, in during the, the you know the period following slavery, because of the fact that they needed cheap labor, they wanted to keep black people as the underclass, but they certainly didn't want them to have com competition against them. Right. And, so and how do you do especially that? In, you, especially in the electoral process. Yeah. Right? right. Okay, the, the, the first Republican uh, senators from the South were black. Yes, the first exactly Republican right. congressmen well, from let's the say, South let's say were this. black. The, the first congressmen and the first people of, of uh, power were Republican black. Yeah, were Republican blacks, right, exactly. So, so that's the di distinction. But, <laughs> but, uh, but the, the Democrats made civil rights laws that protected the farmers and the middle class so they would have some way of being a step above the people that did the menial tasks, the labor-intensive right. tasks. Yes. Well, you're referring to the King, you're referring to the King Cotton speech uh, that was yes, delivered. Yes, King so. Cotton speech. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. That's that tells you all you have to know as to why, and then you could understand it because if you want to protect the way of life, you don't you don't uh, uh, give the people that that are responsible for you, that that uh, that way of life. You're not going to put them on equal footing with you. You have to keep an underclass. And that's yeah. what the Democrats have done. They've kept us as permanent underclass, permanent yeah. uh, consumers instead of producers, yep. and permanent uh, uh, um, victims. You know, we always need somebody to help us bail us out because we have no way of doing it ourselves. But today yeah. we have... People like LeBron James, that's a billionaire. He made his billions from playing basketball. A kid's game. So, so that's and, so and Nike commercial. And Nike. Yeah, where and is Nike, the systematic yeah. racism there? There is not. There is not. See, the thing is, um, if black people want to talk about something systematic, the systematic problems that I could point out are self-induced. How about systematic stupidity and when it comes to um, <laughs> building your own life, 
Okay? Yeah. If you're so concerned about being oppressed, you overcome oppression. You do not uh, embrace it on one hand so that you can use it part of as part of your philosophical base uh, effort to overthrow this country, which is what yeah. the black um, uh, the Congressional Black Caucus is about, and increasingly more black Americans. I have had discussions with black Americans, not only in the Detroit area, but elsewhere throughout the country, who have now they're openly stating, look, I don't care. Um, I would rather this country fall down under communism than to live under prosperity with Trump. Yeah, that is, that is absolutely, that, that's well, absolutely. Uh, we are, you can hear by the music, folks. We have, we have uh, uh, coming up on a, a commercial and uh, we, uh, folks, ho uh, holding on the line, please hold on and we'll get to your calls right after the, the uh, commentary by Milk. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Hello, I am Milt, and this is, logically speaking, uncensored, manipulated fear. I don't know who mastermind the nefarious concept of converting a microscopic virus into a weapon of manipulated fear. However, the Democrat Socialist Party has mastered using fear as a catalyst to terrorize people into accepting their evil agendas. The Democrat Socialist Party and blue state fascists are manipulating the communist China Corona COVID-19 virus into fear factors so fearsome that frightened people are covering their face with masks, believing they are protected from COVID-19. However, many people are unaware that inhaling their own waste, carbon dioxide, and prolonged facial covering is extremely unhealthy. Also, the virus is so microscopic that wearing a mask is tantamount to using a chain link fence to keep out mosquitoes. Democrat socialist blue state fascists utilizing fear factors are controlling and regulating attendance to anniversaries, banquets, family reunions, funerals, hospitals, nursing homes, picnics, restaurants, sport events, and weddings. And they impose draconian self-imprisonment mandates on people as they macromanage Christian church services, including chanting and singing. Patriot Alexander Hamilton said, there is a certain enthusiasm and liberty that makes human nature rise above itself in acts of bravery and heroism. President George Washington said, liberty, when it begins to take root, is a plant of rapid growth. The Democrat Socialist Blue State Fascists, using COVID-19 fear factors, are uprooting the plant and stopping growth. Patriot Patrick Henry said, give me liberty or give me death. And in 1941, after Japan attacked Pearl Harbor and killed hundreds of Americans, 
President Franklin D. Roosevelt said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Today, we the people must not surrender our liberties to fascist manipulated fear designed to nullify Christianity and God, negate constitutional laws, collapse the United States economy, and destroy President Trump. In honor of liberty, I refuse to incarcerate my face behind a mask which symbolizes the mark of the beast and inhale my own waste, carbon dioxide. I fearlessly reject manipulated fear as a controller because in Isaiah 35.4, King James Bible, the master controller over fear is Almighty God. I am milk, logically speaking, uncensored saying, think about it. And thanks a lot from uh, milk for another great, uh, uh, just a great sterling commentary. And uh, guess what? We have on the line for our, our listeners, uh, Walter from Ypsilanti. Good morning, Fast Walter. Fast your seatbelts, guys. Here we go. <laughs> Good morning, Walter. That's right. Uh, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> what? By the way, speaking of that, why would he, I even mention T.D. Jakes? When he endorsed uh. Obama, I renamed him T.D. Snaker Jake. Well, now I got that out of my system. Remember that, T.D. Jacob Snake. <laughs> Listen, um, before y'all, before I get to my comment about Joe Biden, uh, he's been hiding. Anyway, LeBron James, you guys mentioned LeBron James, right? Right. Yeah. And all the other NBA, the NFL, all of them that succumb to that pressure and, and show just how. I never knew these people were as dumb as they are until they started making the comments about this Black Lives Matter and politics. Yeah. LeBron James, shut your mouth and go back to playing basketball. LeBron James ain't got sense enough to throw a dog urine out of a bathroom window even if I gave him an instruction manual. That's how dumb he is. <laughs> that's right. And that's, and that's coming from a black guy. Oh By God. the way, Ron, Ron Edwards, <laughs> the reason they hate people like you and me and us, other black people like Phil and, and uh, Milton and the rest of us, quite a few of us across the country, because we are Bible-clinging, right-winging, humdinging, gun-slinging Negroes. That's right, I said it. I believe it. That settles it. Yeah. And anyway, let's get to the real point here. First of all, okay. speaking of Joe Biden, mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you guys a question. What grave did they dig this clown out of and propped him before a microphone? This guy... Look like he's been dug up by somebody's grave. Would you agree with me? I'm thinking. I think. Well, didn't somebody, somebody didn't somebody dig up uh, one of his transcripts and found nothing but D's and F's on it? <laughs> <laughs> only thing that's missing, only, only thing that's missing when he's talking is the maggots and the worms from his grave. Well, I think. But anyway, I think I think the only thing that's missing, Walter, is the pinstripe suit, the wide brim hat, and the uh, the uh, pan leather shoes with spats because this guy is a mafia type. Make no mistake about that. And he's he's nothing but a rehashed version of Obama. He's a white Obama, and Ob mm -hmm. Osama Obama is a black Biden. Two in the same. No difference. Yeah. And this guy is going to pick up what Barack Insane Osama left off at if he gets in office. 
Who yeah. wants, by the way, who wants to wake up to that horrendous nightmare if that happens? This guy got the audacity to say something about how disgusting what Donald Trump, by the way, never said about our military. I got on the radio program last night and slammed him, and I slammed all his news buddies. I slammed all of the, these people that vote for the Democrats. I said, you guys, this, what you got to understand is Donald Trump would have never said nothing like this. As far as I'm concerned, Joe Biden would have said it, and Barack Obama would have said it back, because when they were in office under their reign, yeah. the military was defunded which made us no, more weaker so that Muslim buddies can blow us up. And also I said, you Democrats never mention the word radical Islamic terrorism. You call it workplace violence and terrorism. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. and Donald Trump, even on the inauguration day, he called, called them Muslims out. Radical Islamic terrorists. With Osama Obama sitting behind him, dried up Hillary Clinton and her husband, and all the rest of those de Democrats that were sitting behind him. He called them mm -hmm. out. And I'm thinking, they, that guy, Joe Biden, ain't got the, he don't have the right to even open his mouth. They defunded our military. They hate our military. They would have made that statement. And they colluded. I wouldn't be surprised if they colluded together with Obama, Mitt Romney, the John McCain types. You know those, those Trump hater Republicans. And I said, let me that, ask you a question, uh, uh, Walter. When uh, all of these, accusations are made toward the president why is it that there is never anybody that ever uh, from the democrat party side that will ever come and say wait a minute this stuff is not uh worthy of a of a political party party to be slinging this kind of mud because that's all it is what i'm saying to you is when when somebody made the mention that barack obama was a Muslim, what happened? John McCain, his opponent, came and said, you know, that's 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 not true. That's not true. He's a decent man. How come nobody ever has crossed the aisle from the Democrat side to the Republican side to, to try to make the heal the gap? They constantly tell you that, uh, that uh, President Trump is dividing the country. But how can you bring people together when from the very first day you walked into that office, they have tried to throw him out. They have tried to make him the worst racist that ever walked the streets. I had predicted in one of my commentaries that that uh, that they would never call Trump a racist because they had hobnobbed with him. People like Al Sharpton, people like Jesse Jackson, these people had used uh, Trump to gain uh, pieces of his fortune for their causes, and it, you know, and, 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 and and they got support from him. And what did they do? As soon as he got in office, they began this nonsense of calling him a racist. You know yeah. why? Yeah, he went too far for really, the uh, right really, and, 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 and one more thing: what about when uh, when he took the office, John Lewis? who went down south and found the guy that beat him up, cracked his head like a coconut on a freedom ride. He goes down and brings that guy up to, to his swearing-in ceremony when he, you know, when uh, one of his uh, uh, swearing-in so ceremonies for being a congressman. 
He brought this guy up there and they cried and prayed and kneeled and, and all of that nonsense. And, and he can forgive this guy for beating him up, smacking him around and all of that. But he can't forgive President Trump for winning the presidency and and come to his uh, his his uh, inauguration and just be the type of person that would say, "Okay, we lost. We'll have to fight again another day." But no, he had to tell everybody he wasn't going to go to his inauguration because he did not feel he was a legitimate president. And that was at the urging of Nancy Pelosi. It's philosophical. You know what, John Thanks Lewis, when, when that club, it, when he got hit up just ahead with that club, you know what he forgot to do? Knock some that? sense into him. <laughs> no, yeah. he got to look well, on that, I'm going to tell you what, what was inscribed on that club. He forgot to look on, if he was looking at that club that, that hit him upside the head, he would have seen the, the name Democrat on it. He forgot to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly well, Walter, right. thanks so much for the call. We really appreciate your your uh, unique uh, take on things, shall we say. And uh, next time when you call in, tell us what you really think. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. And let me take this a little bit further. When Barack Obama spoke at John Lewis's funeral, he said something to the effect that I thought that when uh, President Trump, he said Donald Trump, He's, I, he said, I thought that when he uh, came into the office and seen the 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 uh, the weight of the office and and all of that, that he would uh, he would recognize that and 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 change. He said, but he didn't because he's incapable. What yeah. that means is that Donald Trump is 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 a throwback. That he is is nothing that he can do to change his fact that he's a racist and he's a low down dirty dog and nothing nothing he does can change that. Now, how would he have liked somebody had uh, have said that about him on his uh, uh, inauguration that he wasn't capable of of doing but one thing and that is what the white Democrats tell him as a black man. Yeah, he wouldn't have liked that, would he? But that's what it is. That's yeah, what yeah. he's doing, and that's what Lewis done. They do what the Democrats tell them to do. They don't do what they do out of uh, a uh, a sense of this is the right thing for the country. They do what's right for the Democrat Party and, and blame everybody else for the same thing. Well, now I want uh, before we go to the we we do have the Edwards Noble commentary uh, uh, queued up, I believe. But before we do that, I wanted to uh, just uh, touch on this Jacob Blake thing. Uh, this man, with the passage of time now, has been elevated almost to the level of a saint. But we don't hear uh, a lot of, uh, I don't think any really, of what the underlying uh, background is to, you know, why he was there. We know that, uh, we do know that there was a, uh, a, uh, a restraining order against the man. Uh, mm -hmm. I guess he was, uh, couldn't come within a thousand feet of the of his victim. Uh, she was she made the nine one one call. Um, why has no one, Ron and Phil? Why has no one from the media, not even Fox News, gone to interview this woman and find out her side of the story? Because I saw a post from her aunt, who had said that she had been told by this by this woman 
that if this guy had been shot 50 times, it would not have made up for, uh, for even a fraction of what he had done to her. And why did he have his kids there? I mean, it, it's, this, this, is, this is amazing. This is why we have investigations, so we can ask these questions and get to the bottom of it and get to the truth so that people will know what really took place. It's a philosophical thing. I'm telling you, these people are all united. If you, if you have a donkey stamp, stamped on your forehead, so to speak, yeah. you can do no wrong. It's it's like well okay well he's a brother he's a brother donkey and uh, so we overlook all all of his all of his faults or whatever because they're united all together on this one philosophical base or belief about destroying this country and that is why you can be a rapist because the guy I think he raped he if it was a fifteen year old girl he yeah. was all they were looking for him anyway there was an, an arrest warrant out for him so yeah. he's so he's a notorious thug. But whether you're a notorious thug or president or a congressperson or whatever, as long as you are on that side philosophically, you are there, they're going to cover your ass. Even the great Fox News will not go to the bottom. You know, on one hand, oh, my God, he hurt a woman. He hurt a female. You know how it is. Yeah. We should always stand up for the female, but it didn't, not on the left. Oh, no. Nope. No, 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 no. You cannot do that. They won't, they won't do that. They ignored what happened to this poor, and I, and I can guarantee you, he's pro she's probably been threatened for making that phone call. Oh, yeah. Probably, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I think maybe, the only thing I can think of, guys, is that uh, she doesn't want to talk because precisely of what uh, Ron said. And uh, that, is, that is terrible, to be getting uh, threatening phone calls or you know, death threats or anything like that. Um, and I, she could very well have gotten them. Uh, somebody might have gotten to her and, and, and got her to shut up. But, well, uh, but there's you also know, I don't blame this, this woman for being scared out of her wits. But that's also how the Democrats have ruled for years. They, mm -hmm. they, they oh, yeah. you, you know your place in the Democrat Party. You know oh, yeah. where you stand in the Democrat Party. Yes, and if you problem. if you get out of line, you will be punished. People know it. The Democrat yeah. Party does not play. They will punish you for uh, you know stepping on their rules, just like yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Look at her. She 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 wants to punish everybody else, but look at her. She gets special rules. She can do <laughs> yeah. what she want to do. But and then she says she's set up. <laughs> set yeah. up by a spot on her. <laughs> but here's the here's the thing. That's that's just the standard way of the Democrat Party. Black people run around talking about civil rights is the reason why we are where we are today. That's a lie. The civil rights laws are special rights, and and that means that people like them because they can they can say things that are not true and make them true, and that's what the civil rights yeah. does. And, yeah. and 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 if you t if you don't like that, you try to change. Uh, well, uh, them saying black lives matter and you say well uh, all lives should matter and they say to you you can't say that and you better not say that yeah you, and, you, oh and you can't and, 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 and if you're white and you own a dog apparently some of these people believe that you're uh, engaging in cultural appropriation and colonialism well I asked my dog what he thought about that and he looked at me like I had two heads <laughs> see that's that's why constitutional rights are the the uh, you know the 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 gold standard because 
they mean equal rights. People that want civil rights don't want that because they want special rights. They want to be yeah. able to say you're a racist for for uh, for for you know disagreeing with them on on a on a on a subject that has nothing to do with race. They tell you yeah. that you disagree with me because you know of racism. I mean that is insane. Yeah, but you won't be able to say that if you are working on constitutional grounds, which it says everybody is equal. And then, right. but they don't want equal. They don't want that. They want the special sure. rights. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks like the Evers Notebook is ready to roll. So, uh, Derek, uh, take it away. Should Americans be concerned about the nationwide effort to include Black Lives Matter curriculum in government schools? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. The Black Lives Matter movement was originally established in 2012 by a small group of angry men-hating black females and black witches, along with communist activists who are seeking to duplicate the Venezuelan communist outcome here in the United States. The Black Lives Matter mission is not to improve the quality of life for anyone, including black Americans. Black Lives Matter curriculum to be foisted upon students is yet another indoctrination tool to turn them into violent haters of good Christian principles, the traditional family, male authority in the family, and in society. The Black Lives Matter curriculum is also designed to refuse real solutions and only press to destabilize American society as a whole while convincing students to hate everything that is good. Black Lives Matter minions hope to convince millions of students to violently attack sovereign citizens who support President Trump and like the United States of America. Are you concerned? I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. And we are back. And uh, again, uh, I have to marvel at how many how many times the the commentary is right at what we are discussing. That is incredible. I I, I don't know how you do it, Ron. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're 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 amazing. <laughs> well, I think it's these are these tough subjects are so pervasive. So yeah. I yep. mean, they're, they're just constant subjects, and so. It just that's how it just works together. But gentlemen, um, we're going to have to fight back harder than ever before. I'm going to give you an example of what I mean. Long time ago, one time I uh, was visiting my mom. I didn't tell her I was coming by in, in the evening. And I happened upon a criminal. He was literally breaking into her side door. We had a dance. We had a driveway dance. Um, and I beat the hell out of him. I beat the hell of him. In fact, I was in the process of killing him when my neighbor stopped me, but she put a, a, a the hose in my face because she thought she was helping me. That, to, but anyway, the police told me it would have been better had I killed him. They turned around. His family turned around and tried to sue uh, my mom, and I, and it was it was terrible. But I had a good lawyer. After one phone call, that was washed away. But the fact of the matter is, after I got to this guy, he never ever committed another criminal act. This is a gentleman, and I use the term loosely, who had broken into stores, had his own sister raped so that he could get her jewelry so that he could sell it to, wow. to get drugs for he and his buddies who raped his sister. He was, nice. he was, he was a thug, 
a thug of the lowest order. He had been wow. in prison. He'd even been shot before. But wow. when I gave, I gave him such a precise ass whipping that he never, they said, Ron, he had a come to Jesus moment after he got healed out of the hospital. He never, ever committed another criminal act. Wow. We have to stand up to these thugs. If somebody grabs you or gets in your face, one of these BLM crumbs snatchers gets in your face, you got to snatch their asses. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm not a violent person. I really am not. But I am a believer in defending yourself and your family and your property. Because well. the, the more they... See, the thing is... They're doing the things that they're, they're doing. When did, did you guys see the video of these guys breaking into the the, 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 the store in downtown Minneapolis last week? No, no. But Ron, we you hear the music. We got to oh, go. Oh man, we are, we are well, at look, the end of the show. Okay. Now you'll now Ron, you'll be with uh, Phil next week while I'm on assignment. So I want yes. you to pick up on that, and I'll yeah, be listening in and uh, chiming in. So okay. but thanks for listening. Uh, take care of yourselves. Have a great Labor Day weekend. to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan 48135.